love letters straight from your heart. Keep us so near while apart. Yeah, I'm not sure what year that, that song came in, but um, I met my wife, Fanula, when I was still at school, so we were going out together for quite a long time. Um, but I travelled, one way or another, I travelled a fair bit when I was in college. At the end of my first year in college, uh, I spent a summer working on a farm in France. Um, there were no mobile phones then, I'm talking six, 1964 and 1965. So the only communication method, really, uh, was, was was letters. So I used to write to Fanula, I think, most weeks when I was away. But it was a time when you actually had to ring up the telephone exchange and book a telephone call for a given time. So communication was, was rather difficult. And I don't know whether the song was current at the time, but every time I ever heard that song since, it reminded me of those times that I was away and writing letters and so on. Um, I think Fanula probably has some of them hidden away somewhere. I, I don't have any... My grandfather was in the British Army. Uh, That's on my father's side during the First World War. Um, And most of what I know about that is that he laid telephone wires in the trenches in Gallipoli, so he had a fairly tough time. Came back to Ireland, uh, became a Catholic in order to marry my grandmother. Well, my father inherited a number of things from, from, from his father. Uh, who was a very tall um, and rather severe uh, gentleman, but very, 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 very gentle, very, very kind. Um, but he didn't have an awful lot of patience with children who didn't do exactly what they were told. So my father, I think, took took after him on that. Also very tall. He was very athletic, uh, spent uh, a good deal of his life, most of his life in the Department of Education, um, he was private secretary to a whole succession of ministers for education, including uh, including Jack Lynch, uh, Porig Faulkner and others. He was also very involved in, in the FCA. He became a commandant in the FCA after a long time. But my memories of that are that he would kind of disappear on Sunday mornings, come home very late for Sunday dinner, having been out doing training of some kind with the FCA. And anybody I've ever met who served with him or under him in the FCA ever since uh, speaks of him very highly and with great affection, but also say he was a very tough disciplinarian. Um, she was totally different. Um, her her family um, were a mixture of County Mayo uh, and Dublin. Um, her mother was widowed when my, when my mother was very young, so she and her sister then uh, spent some time living in County Mayo while their mother was away uh, working in England because she had been widowed. So we're a bit of a very representative family. I spent an awful lot of time um, travelling around the country at various party functions or doing some ministerial duties. So for a lot of that time, Fanula was actually raising her daughters practically on her own. And as she pointed out to me very, very frequently, she was actually the deputy for a lot of the time that I was away because the phone was constantly ringing. Well, of course, children change your life utterly. And, you know, the, the huge change is when the first child arrives. And we're seeing that now at one remove because 
our older daughter just had a baby just before Christmas uh, and we can see the change that's made to, to, to her life. But children had a completely new dimension. Um, I think like all parents, we were probably absolutely hyper paranoid, nervous and all the rest about the first child. By the time the second child arrives, you feel like you're an old hand at it and you take things uh, a bit easier. But they do make a huge difference. Luckily, when when our two children we were, were born, we were we were then living in Brussels. Um, and although I was working fairly hard, it was less demanding than, than, than being in politics. So we had a few years when we had, I suppose, a reasonably normal pattern of life with, with two children. It's the one song of Sinead O'Connor's that I will always remember her for. It's, it's uh, really haunting. Uh, that came about um, in 1990 when we were, we were looking for a presidential candidate for the presidential election of that year. Um, and it was, a, it was a very difficult time. Um, and it was the search for a presidential candidate was proving difficult. I know a lot of people in the party thought that uh, Gareth Fitzgerald kind of owed it to us to be the candidate. And I knew there wasn't a snowball's chance in hell that Gareth would ever take it. And it would have been absolutely wrong for him to take it. But eventually we settled on, on um, asking Austin Curry to do it. And I think the first time I heard that song, um, I was being driven up to Coal Island where Austin lived. Uh, to go and talk to him uh, about the whole idea. Um, and I wasn't really paying too much attention to what was on the radio. I was reading something. And then I heard this lovely song, and it said, Nothing compares to you. And I thought, maybe that's a sign that this is going to work. <laughs> and eventually Austin did uh, accept the invitation. I know the actual song itself is a very romantic one, but it just seemed so apt at the time that I was on a search for something, and I hear this coming out. Thank you. 